Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. With me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. This week, we thought we would talk about something that I think a lot of people our age, or of all ages to be honest, experience. We're going to talk about like dealing with rejection, um, imposter syndrome, struggling to feel like you have to keep up with everyone else our age I think Mm. in your 20s it's like a time where there's a lot of pressure to have to like get a good job get your dream job get a house get a car you know I feel like it's like a pressure to like a race almost to get it we're going to talk about Uh that and just like a general casual chat so Abby Mm -hmm. how was your week um it was yeah it was good it was (laughs) just trying to get back into the swing of mm. uni mm-hmm. it's I, I still feel like it's like day two of the term do you know what I mean but we're yeah. in week two mm-hmm. um it's it's quite it's weird isn't it because you go from the holidays or whatever and you're like oh, I've, oh you know I have a few things to do but I can do them whenever to suddenly like oh I've got a seminar at this time mm-hmm. and I need to be there for it and it's like even though it was only a month we only it's only a month we had off it feels like forever and I'm like I don't even remember how to do this I know like term thing I feel like norm it's weird because normally we'd have like certain things on certain days so it would it would feel more like time was sort of longer and we'd have like events so there'd be like a thing on Friday a thing on Wednesday whatever but then Mm. now it's just like every day just blends into one so it's like how is it already second week you know yeah yeah it gets hard to differentiate weekday, weekend. Mm-hmm. When when should I be chilling? When should I be working? Yeah, exactly. All the reading. God, don't talk to me about reading. <laughs> I did... Let me tell you. I sat down to do some reading the mm-hmm. other day. Proud of you. I, thank you. I did three pages out of a hundred and then was like, I'm going to call it there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm sort of there's some kind of video I can watch instead. Mm-hmm. It's daunting, though, when you know you've got so much, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm trying to, like, with my discs, spread out, like, over the week, certain bits of the reading, like, certain perspectives Mm. and whatever. And then I'm just, like, at the start of the week, like, wow, I've got all this seminar reading to do, all this reading for these essays coming up, and then all this reading for my discs. And it's just, like, you look at it every day, like, oh, my God, I've got so much to do today. And it makes it worse. I know. And then when lectures take more, if they take more than I'm expecting them to, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god. It's like, because with the asynchronous ones, they're all split up, right? So I have a little five minute intro, then a 10 minute, then another 10 minute. Mm-hmm. And then when I then turn on the third video or whatever it is, and it's 25 minutes, I literally, I can't, I'm just like, I gotta quit, I can't do it. Because <laughs> I'm like expecting 10 minute segments, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like, oh there are only six videos I'll be done in an hour and then there's like a 30 minute video I'm like oh no if they're all like this from now on I think it I haven't because I don't have lectures this year so I think I would find it really hard to motivate myself to sit through lectures I used to find it hard enough Mm. when they're in person because I used to get so bored and just think like oh okay we've only got 15 minutes there 15 minutes here 15 like they are it is boring just to sit there and have to like taken information isn't it that is at least the good thing with seminars is that you actually contribute so the time goes quicker I suppose I mean the woman that was coughing still coughing she's over the cold she's still coughing (laughs) so that's fun 
and she like talks really slowly so I put it on 1.5 speed and then it's actually okay but then sometimes I'm like maybe I should just listen to it at normal speed because then I wouldn't have to pause to catch up on writing because that she'll there'll, there'll be like five minutes where I don't have to write anything because she's talking like so so and about something irrelevant and then suddenly she'll say like 10 really important things all at once and I'm like oh I've got pause now so I'm like maybe I shouldn't have it on increased speed but then also I'm like yeah but then mentally I'm like I'm getting through this quicker than everyone else (laughs) yeah yeah my boyfriend watches everything all YouTube videos on two times speed and it's too fast for my brain to keep up he's like do you want me to slow it down I'm like yeah actually (laughs) you're saying it to me but but yes I do I did try this I can't remember what I was gonna watch on Netflix but they've just introduced the thing haven't they where you can watch it at like a certain speed because you know me I'm a skipper aren't I and then I was like, oh, I'll give this a go. But it's not, it doesn't hit the same. It's just like, mm-hmm. there's not the like atmospheric pauses and stuff. Like you need that. And then when it's mm-hmm. sped up, it's just like. Yeah, I can't do that. But lectures, it's okay because I, I'm not invested in the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I've been finding because I've been watching Married at First Sight Australia. It's on mm. every day at half seven on channel, no, E4. And I never watch anything on TV. Like, I can't remember the last time I watched something that was actually on TV. But I look forward to it every day. I'm like, oh, yeah, got, got to watch that half seven. Um, but you can't skip it, obviously, because it's on TV. Mm. So I just find it so tedious because there's an advert, like, every ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's tedious. So sometimes I'm like, well, I'll leave it later because you can, like you said, there's ways of, like, skipping it on 4OD and stuff and it doesn't feel as long. Yeah. But, yeah. So I know, great programme. It's proper, like good drama like I feel like a lot of it is set up so you know the you know the premise of it basically just like two people get married and they've never met like they meet Mm. on the day and then every like week in the experiment on the Saturday they have like a dinner party so they all get together and basically it's just like everything kicks off like people are going out with other people's wives and stuff (gasps) like it's great yeah I know I know oh my god (laughs) I'm currently watching two seasons of it at the same time. I'm watching, like, season... I think it's season six now, and I'm watching season five as well. And I feel like they make it up, so there's always one. Because in both seasons, there's, yeah. like, a woman who doesn't like the husband and a husband who doesn't like the wife, and then it's like, oh, what's going to happen here? Like, yeah. But it's great. The arguments are so funny. Like, I love it. I mean, I used to watch, like, the odd episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hmm. And that's... That's my favourite. If I if I had to watch a Real Housewives, that's the one I would watch. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's awful. <laughs> it's like a guilty pleasure type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, because my mum, she it was a bit juicy, she, she watched it for a bit as well. We don't watch it anymore. But then I was watching um, Mike's Mike on YouTube. Mm. He does, like, essential viewing, which is, like, he'll review a show and show all the most iconic clips or whatever. And I can't remember if it was... I think it was The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but after I'd finished watching it. And they, they'd gone on a trip to Amsterdam. And the iconic Amsterdam fight, where... Look, I don't know how they got some of the shots they did. Like, they must have planned some of the camera angles and stuff, because <laughs> there's one of the women, like, runs away dramatic. She's, like, running. Oh, like, my God. Flailing. And they got a brilliant shot of that. You know, like, the zoom-ins they do on reality TV? Uh-huh. And then the best line is... <laughs> this woman's like attacking this other woman and she goes you beast and she's like beast 
beast? And I'm like, why is that so iconic? It is a guilty pleasure for me, like a good mm-hmm. reality show. Like, I don't seem like mm. the kind of person that would be into that, but I am. Yeah, you are. Many a times, Lucy is mm-hmm. watched ahead. New season of Love is Blind this year, isn't there? Or have I made that up? I think I think you're right. Can't wait. You know what I saw on Netflix this morning and I like, oh, I was like, oh no, this what? again. New season of Riverdale. Oh, another one. Another one. I think it's next week. I'm like, first of all, when are they going to stop? They must be getting paid a lot because they are degrading themselves. I know. The first season was all right, you know, wasn't it? Did you watch the first season? Mm-hmm. First season, I like, what do you call it, like binge watched. Yeah, I think that was good. And then from there, it went downhill. I think they should have just kept it, honestly, as like a one season show. They probably only planned it as one show, but it did so much better than they thought that they were like, well, we've just got to invent something, you know? And now it's like... Well, it's, it's based on comics. It's based on Archie comics. But... What? Yeah, like... But there's no way that all that stuff happened in the comics. No, I think... Because I feel like the comics were, were for, like, kids. Yeah, because Joey on Friends loved them, right? Yeah. Oh, no, and Ch- and Chana. Yeah. But the musical episodes are the ones that do it for me. <laughs> but it's like... I just can't... Grey's Anatomy, they do random musical episodes, and they're literally the worst episode. They're awful. They're so bad. I I was not expecting that from Grey's Anatomy. I know. Because I think... Because a lot of the cast can sing... Like, a lot of the cast have been in musicals and stuff, but I'm just like, just because they can doesn't mean they should. Because, like, most of the musical episodes, Cole Sprouse, the place Jughead, doesn't... He didn't sing. I was like, yeah. he... That is below his pay grade. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, the most recent one, I was like, oh, they've increased... They've increased their budget for Jughead because he's now singing, and it's really bad. And, like, oh, God. I just don't understand where it's going to, like, go next. I think, I can't remember the last one I watched. Maybe it was season two, though. No, maybe it was season three. I can't remember. Well, one thing I will say, right, is <laughs> they literally pulled a storyline straight from the life of Pablo Escobar. Because Hiram built his own prison. Right, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? That is just like, like what are you doing? <laughs> I don't. The whole thing is just too much, and I don't want to watch it, honestly, but I will because me and my sister watch it together. Do you? Yeah. I feel like I, I recently I've been like, do I want to get back into it? You don't. I mean, you do, okay. but you don't. Do you know what I, I mean? I do, I don't. Well, it's, have you seen Sabrina? No. I watched the original Sabrina, like the 90s yeah. one. It's like my like show that I watch when I'm ill because I just love it. It's wholesome and it's funny. But... I think I watched the first episode of the one on Netflix because it's a Riverdale spin-off, right, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like the set in the same... It's in Greendale. Yeah, Greendale. And it's just rubbish. Like, I just thought it was so bad. But apparently that's really good and everyone raves about it, so I don't know whether to just try that again. Yeah. Tricky one. Do you know what? I finished this week. I finished the Crazy Rich Asians book. Ooh, what, you, what is it? How different is it? Very different. Oh. So it, the first half was the same. The first half, like... I didn't really notice that much difference, but there's, like, extra characters, and characters in the film that, like, are really irrelevant are, like, big characters in the book. So, you know the cousin that's, like, the film director or whatever? Yeah. He's a big character in the book. There's other siblings, cousins that are not in the film. Um, His dad's not in the film, is he? But there's a big storyline with his dad in the, the book that he was, like, a doctor during, like, the Japanese occupation. And then they don't get engaged at the end of the book. Rachel's dad is like a big Spoiler. thing. And, oh, sorry, that's okay. Then, then I googled the synopsis, like the the blurb for the next book, and it's them going to find Rachel's dad, which is like a big. And I was like, and it's really dark. The end of the 
book like it talks about like the one child policy in china and stuff i was like the film is just light-hearted isn't it yeah it was good but i think they're two very different vibes and also peaklin is not funny in the book really which i think was a great addition in the film yeah she was my favorite character yeah she's really irrelevant in the book honestly she's like the whole like the storyline wouldn't have progressed without her in the film i know but yeah, I think they're too... Like, the film is great and the book's good, but they're not, like... They don't yeah. really go together. Different. It's kind of weird. Vibes. Mm. Actually, kind of... I mean, not... I mean, kind of related, I don't know. <laughs> well, it is... Rela- well, I'll, I'll explain. Mm-hmm. So, I watched this thing. What's it called on Netflix? Is it Bling Empire? Yes. I haven't I watched it yet. I started watching it. I've, I'm, like, halfway through, like, the third episode of the fourth episode or something. Mm-hmm. But... It's really so they. It starts off because the the trailer was like I was like, what is this show about? Because the woman I I don't know their names I can't remember their names, but one of the women is like yeah my husband like the the advert is like my husband is like twenty something generation of this family so he mm. would be an emperor if the dynasty was still blah blah blah, blah. so my son mm-hmm. would be next in line <laughs> yeah. and. Um, and I was like, okay, that's cool, but what is it about? So I started mm-hmm. watching it, and it's basically just a reality show in LA, right? But there, it's the show starts, and this guy's like, if you thought Crazy Rich Asians was, like, just a story, it's not. This is real life, and these are, <laughs> these are the Crazy Rich Asians of LA. Like, he was like, there's such a, like, tight-knit Asian community that all the mm-hmm. rich Asians in LA know each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. Like, it sounds mo- good. It is. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, some of the drama, like the the woman that's married to the emperor, or whatever. Mm. He, she, just causes all the trouble so far. Mm. She's like, just petty, and just <laughs> talking about money the whole time. And I'm like, my favorite guy is the guy that's not rich, and it's just like you guys. This is ridiculous. <laughs> love that he's is just friends like, with him is it like selling sunset vibes i guess yeah i guess okay. it's like probably scripted you know what i mean because right, if okay. you'd fallen out with someone you wouldn't go and have lunch with them no that, that like only Howie. happens in reality shows yeah exactly yeah like oh suddenly you're sat in a like in tower or suddenly sat in a bar and <laughs> the music is quiet enough that i can hear you that's perfect yeah oh, i do want to watch it though it looks good i remember seeing the trailer ages ago and it was like coming soon yeah yeah i mean it's fascinating it's like because they're all like they explain where every person has got their money from mm. you know they're like oh she's rich because you know oil and uh <laughs> like owned blah 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 all the oil companies mm. and it's like oh his family he owns like every factory in china and i'm like what <laughs> Oh my god did they film it this year like during the pandemic or no i think it was 2019 Right, right. I mean, it must be because they're all having parties. Yeah. I was like, have they filmed Married at First Sight this year? Because, I mean, Australia's, like, chilling. Yeah. But then it turns out it's from, like, 2018. <laughs> right, yeah. So, no. It's crazy how long stuff is in the making for. I know. I think, I remember, like, I think it came out in Australia in 2019, but then it might have just taken mm. ages for them to show it over here. Yeah. I don't know what else I've been watching. I haven't really watched any films recently. I've not really been... I haven't had the attention span for a film. Tell you what I did watch. Mm-hmm. 
me me and my boyfriend watched Netflix, well, Disney Plus partied. Right. Peter Pan. Uh, which one? The original. Well, the animated one? Yeah. Right. Like, 50s. Okay. okay, okay. So I was like, because I was like, I can't remember how we got into the conversation, but he was like, yeah, I've never watched Peter Pan. And I was like, you need to watch the original before you watch all these, like, remakes and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Well, I know the original's a book, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, you don't understand, this was my childhood. Like, Peter Pan was my favourite character of all time. I dressed up as Peter Pan every day of my life just for fun. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was... My, I have these memories of my mum being like, what do you want to wear today? And me being like, Peter Pan costume. <laughs> like, let's let's go on it, come on. Um, so I was like, we need to watch the film. And then I was starting the film and I was like sending him the link and stuff. And I was like, what's this? What's this? It's black screen with all this text on it. And it was a like viewer discretion notice. Like mm-hmm. this film um, has, I was like, I don't, I can't remember the wording, but this film mm-hmm. is like insensitive and holds views and opinions that always were wrong and are still wrong now. <gasps> it doesn't represent Disney's current views, but we thought it was important to keep up to spark a conversation. Right, what's in it then? That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, well, what is it? And then I was like, oh my goodness, the depiction of Native Americans is awful. That I never even thought of that. That's so bad. Well, this is the thing, because I don't remember it being that bad. I remember when I was younger, talking to my dad and being like, like why are these like weird people? Because that's how they depict them, it's like weird people, right? Yeah. And, and my dad being like, oh, it's a bit like, you know, bad or whatever. And then... But now watching it back, I didn't rem- I didn't realize how bad it was. Like watching it back mm-hmm. now, they're like, they're like, they think that um, that someone's been kidnapped or something, and they're like, don't worry, they're stupid. Like we can, like to the Lost Boys, John or whatever, it's like, oh my God. they're they're stupid. We can ambush them as they're being ambushed by the Native Americans, and then they're like, oh, we're gonna they tie all the Lost Boys up. And then mm-hmm. like we're gonna burn them at the stake, and he's got like the hat on, and oh, he's no. speaking in gibberish like it's not an in like an indigenous language it's just gibberish yeah. and he's doing fake sign language and going like blowing raspberries and stuff oh, as part no. of his sign language and me and i'm like oh no i was like oh this is so bad well even bad. i feel like it's something still that just goes unchallenged a lot of the time like there was the football team wasn't there in america i can't remember what they're called but they had to change their name this year because it's offensive to indigenous people isn't one of the american football teams like the the logo is like a Native American person, but in like stereotypical like oh. hat and stuff. It might be that one. I feel, like, but I feel like it is like something that's still you know like because yeah. especially in America, there's so few like Native American communities still exist because yeah, the Americans killed them all basically. The settlers killed like mm-hmm. Indigenous people, and I just feel like it's something that's like a lot of media doesn't. You, you know, the settlers bought the land of Manhattan for like sixteen dollars. Really? Yeah. I was like, did they have currency then? I don't know. I was I was like, that's a bit of a weird fact, but like, apparently, mm-hmm. basically they bought it cheap, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they just built New York. Wow. There was this whole thing that Alcatraz was built, I was telling my dad the other day, it was built on like mm-hmm. Native American ground, well it's all Native American ground, but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And then when they stopped using it, and it was just this empty building sat there, this like Native American community were like, to the council or whatever like can we can we move in can we just live mm-hmm. in Alcatraz yeah and they're like yeah sure we're not using it it's just like a stupid island or whatever 
and then they made like this thriving community and they were like mm-hmm. having the best time of their lives because it was like isolated and they were away from you know mm-hmm. white people yeah. and then so all these native american people from like surrounding areas like came and were moving in and it was amazing and then basically the government or whatever were like oh we don't like they're getting along too well there so i convicted them what so th- there's this whole like period of time where native americans were living in alcatraz and no one knows oh, i didn't know that oh. i know like a re- there was a buzzfeed video on it well, i feel like even like there was a big thing one of the bad things that obama did was approve the keystone pipeline or whatever it's called or the dakota pipeline mm-hmm. which basically destroys indigenous land yeah and then trump carried on with it but obama i think obama like basically approved it and like right. my guess is on like how basically environmental groups like think they're doing the right thing by putting like wind turbines and stuff in to indigenous communities but actually it's just right. like neocolonialism like it's just mm. another way of imposing stuff mm-hmm. that indigenous people don't want and taking their land wasn't one of the first things Biden did was, like, he's, like, going to try and retract it? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really seen that much about Biden, to be honest. I haven't been keeping right. up with it very well. I saw that he's already said he's going to join the Paris Agreement again. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then... The World Health. Yes. Yeah, World Health as well. And um, he's he's signed, like, a load of executive order. I don't really know what an executive, as executive order is. It's, like, only affects people that work for the government. Oh. So basically, you can be like to people who work in like the driving agency in Alabama. Like you, Trump could have been like, you cannot give anybody a license who is a woman, for example. And then because they work for the government, they have to stick to it. I see. And then, but if you don't work for the government, you don't have to. Basically. Okay. If that makes sense. Because apparently, you sign one to try and stop to like halt all progress on the wall. Good. And then one to try and stop the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. So this is the thing. I remember seeing a tweet ages ago and it was like, people be like, why weren't you picking up Obama when he was doing things wrong? And he was like, because I was 10. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I don't really, I'm not overly aware of, obviously I know about stuff that he did, but like, I do, obviously, I don't know. Yeah. That was the thing. That was the other thing is like, I wasn't aware when Obama was in office of, of politics and stuff but then I only really got into it when because it was so like mm. sensational when mm-hmm. Trump came in and stuff that I then got into it so then I was even more aware than I would have been mm. but yeah mm. but just to mm-hmm. round off the parent I think there are six movies that have this warning on right on, on the Disney let me guess can plus. I guess them yes okay um Aris Cats. yes and you already know one, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Um, let me think. Because I'm not big on Disney. You know I'm not big on Disney. Okay. Pocahontas? Yeah, I think so. Um, I can't think. Cinderella? <laughs> no. So, Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Because of the cats. Right, right. Yeah. And Dumbo. Right, I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah. And then... But the only film that... There are a few films that aren't on Disney, but like they, the one they took off because it was just like too insensitive to even be on the site was Song mm-hmm. of the South. The what? Song of the South. Have you heard of that? No. It was a film that Disney did, and I think they were trying to, like, they they were trying to 
send some kind of message about racism but basically Mm. it was completely off and it was completely racist basically so they took that off when was it from like the 20th century or was it like recent yeah 20th century yeah yeah so lady in the tramp aristocats dumbo jungle book right right. makes sense right right king louis okay that makes sense actually well i just feel like walt disney was quite a dodgy guy in general like i'm pretty sure it hurts me but i know i know yeah i know it's it i know it's good they're putting those warnings on though because when we were young i feel like there wasn't anything even that's like what 20 years ago less than 20 years ago there wasn't anything like that I know. and it, it didn't go challenged or anything yeah i know it's like that's the thing because i want you know when you're young you don't you don't assume well you don't even pick up that people are being racist you know what i mean yeah those clothes in disney i didn't i just thought they were singing a cool song like i didn't realize yeah. and then when i was older i was like oh yeah because that's the thing disney films are for kids aren't they but even like i always watched james bond films when i was younger and even when i was in my like mid-teens and stuff and then i watched before christmas i was like watching because we've been at home i was like watching a few of them and when if you ask me what my favorite james bond is i'll probably say like one of them is live and let die and I watched it before Christmas because I haven't seen it since I was like 14, 15. And it's so bad. Mm. It's awful. It's like really offensive. And now I'm like, no. But I just feel like when you're like 14, 15, you don't... Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't pick up that that was what it was like. Like it's really bad. Anyway, should we move on to something lighter? <laughs> we haven't actually talked about uni stress. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to move on to the main topic. Seeing as we've just rambled for half an hour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like it's... A difficult time to be a final year right now mm. um like i feel like before you go to uni you don't have this you pick five unis or you do an apprenticeship or a job or you don't go to uni you go traveling whatever and there's not like that much choice really you just pick five unis but then when mm. you get to the end of uni and you have to pick what you want to do next year it's like kind of unlimited and it's hard to yeah. decide it's hard to narrow down and like, I'm worried about... I don't want to waste my money on a master's. I mean, obviously, I know you get a loan for it, but I don't want to build up another £12,000 worth of student debt and then not be able to get a job mm-hmm. from that or not like the course. I'm, like, really worried about making the wrong decision. Mm. How do you think... Do you agree? Do you think that? I know... I know it's weird. There's, like... There are, like, two very different camps, right? There's, like, people that are, like so it university is so much more accessible than it used to be that mm-hmm. you have to get a degree otherwise you've got no chance of getting a job mm-hmm. and then the other group of people that are like it's outdated you don't need a degree to get a job yeah and i'm like that's confusing yeah <laughs> first of all and then masters is like even more you're like well is is it necessary i know is it how much harder is it going to be because no yeah. one talks to everyone at a level is like there's a bigger step up from GCSE to A-level than there is from A-level to university. Yeah. Which I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. So I'm like, how much of a jump is it going to be if I decide to do a master's? No one tells me. And it's also different. Every master's is so different. It's like impossible to tell. Exactly. And then they're all worth different... They all charge different amounts of money. And I'm like, what does that mean? I know. Should I be looking at that? Well, obviously I look at it, but... And then no one helps you at all how to apply. Oh, the, the different stuff that each job grad scheme uni demands Mm. it's like so overwhelming isn't it Mm. 
well this I'm looking at this one course right and um it's like if you have a portfolio send it in and I'm like a, por- a portfolio of what this is a psychology masters I don't get what they want from that I'm like because there's like computer stuff involved so I'm like what do you want me to like make a website or something like I'm so confused what you're asking me to do I'm like oh, I've never made a portfolio I'm, I don't do creative subjects yeah that's weird what do you want they're like if you if you want to send it in and I'm like well that you're not giving me actual choice are you because yeah. you're going to expect me to send one in yeah ridiculous that's the thing as well with UCAS it was an easy application form that everybody knew exactly how to fill in for the master's ones there's so much that can go wrong there's so much mm-hmm. that like have I done this right am I supposed to do this what am I supposed to put for this like it's just Mm -hmm. it is a lot to deal with and trying to find the information is a is literal a maze yeah looking around at the UCL website I'm like just give me the page that (laughs) tells me this is standard the, the standard procedure the UCL website is really hard to use isn't it I'm like I don't even know where I am Yeah, I'm like, have I been on this page before? Have I seen that tree before? Like, I don't know. Also, like, the grad scheme stuff, it's hard to know whether it... The ones that say graduate scheme, mm-hmm. first of all, do they mean from a master's? So you've already got a master's, you've already got this qualification, you've already got experience, or do they mean from an undergraduate? The ones that don't say it, I'm like, is this job for me? Mm. For me? <laughs> or is it for someone that's got like 20 years of experience like it's just hard to know what to apply for and stuff I don't know mm-hmm. I know you'd think the uni well because I instill until people I know started applying for grad schemes I didn't really know they were a thing right right yeah so why didn't don't the uni have some kind of I don't, know. I don't know some kind of information out there like these are all the things that you should be looking out for in term one of year three like I know. you should be planning this thinking about this looking at these places these these take a lot of students why there's nothing like that they have all these fairs which is all for careers but they're all like oh yeah come back to us when you've got blah 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 and I I'm like, how, do I, what, how do I get blah 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 exactly. how do I get to that point in my life I didn't realize that stuff would close soon as well like I've already missed the deadline for loads of stuff because I didn't know mm. it was going to be so soon and I do feel like the uni should give like this is when you should be looking, this is when you should be doing this, but they don't. Exactly. Because I missed all the... Because all the open days for Masters and stuff are all in, like, June, July, August. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, should I have gone at the end of second year? I guess we should have, but there was a pandemic going on. I, and also, no one told us. No one no. told us, oh, you should be going to virtual open days. <laughs> you should be getting... Like, what? when I was in sixth form, I was getting... I was getting all these little yeah. messages from all these unions, all these little prospectuses through the door. I know. Where's my prospectus, UCL? <laughs> huh? Nothing. I get a PDF format, that's all I get. <laughs> it's just, like, a lot as well with, like, this and essays. It's just final year is no joke. It's serious stuff. <laughs> I got into year three and I thought, wow, this is some serious stuff. No one's going to get that reference. It's a Gemma Collins reference for anyone that isn't enlightened enough to get it. Get that fire exit door, I'm out. (laughs) It's just like, I think it's hard as well because we're not seeing people. Like in normal times we would Mm. be, you know, like seeing other people that uni communicating. Like, oh, how's this going? How's this going? But now it's just like, no, you are on your own. Yeah, it's not fun. No, it's not. There's this thing as well. 
like we mentioned earlier, that I feel like it's got worse as for like for our generation it's even worse because of social media. That it's like if you haven't got your dream job straight out yeah. of uni and you haven't bought a house by twenty five and you haven't got like a dream car, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, well, first of all, we're graduating into a recession, which is fun. Um, yeah. Second of all, it's like, well, most people, if you get your dream job when you're like 23, what have you got to aim for? Also, social media makes it look like everyone knows what they want to do. Yeah, it does. I do not know what I want to do for my career. And I was like, literally, I remember freaking out about this before going to uni and stuff. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm only doing psychology because I enjoy it. Like, I don't actually know what I want to do. And my dad's like, literally, put your spot on. Just do what you want, like, yeah. what you enjoy. He was like, do you think I knew what career I was going to have when I was 18? Or if, even when he graduated? Yeah, exactly. He just, like, happened to find something that he liked to do. And then it just, I don't know, he didn't set out going, I want a career in this. Which is great yeah. if you know that you want to do that. But I feel like social media is like, what's your 10-year plan? And I'm yeah. like, I'm just thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, I find, like, journalism Twitter is the worst thing for me ever. Like, it's like, every day it's like, I got my dream commission today. Like, I got this. I've got 700 commissions this month. Like catch my article in Independent and Guardian and stuff and it's just like why am I not getting all this like you know it's hard I feel like Mm. it's really easy to compare yourself to what everyone else is doing yeah whereas in the past you didn't have that as much because you weren't constantly bombarded with other people's successes yeah yeah I know I know that's just like also all these influencers and stuff that just have these have their kids so young Mm -hmm. and first of all I want to be mature enough that I'm not going to give my kid a stupid name. <laughs> uh-huh. Did you see that TikTok? And it was like, it was like boy names, but on girls. And it was like Richard. Oh Did my you see God. that? No. They just got stock images of babies and they were like, this one's Richard. This one is, this one's Gregory. And I was like, you can't name a little girl Gregory. <laughs> Poor girl. I don't know. Because like, I, yeah, cool. Names don't have to be gendered, but Richard, really? (laughs) I don't know, I think it'll be interesting because obviously last year's graduates graduated in a similar situation to what we're going to be graduating into. But I Mm. feel like things will maybe change a bit because over the past few years, everyone's graduated into, like, all right circumstances. But as everybody's graduating and struggling the same, I feel like it might become less pressured. I don't know. Yeah, all these businesses going out of business and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, does that mean that there's going to be, you know, at, like one door closes, ten open? Does that mean that there are going to be ten new industries or businesses that I can just like jump in on on the way mm. up? Do you know what I mean? Right. Do you know what? Very niche. I know not many of our listeners are from Tamworth. We have at least five costas in Tamworth already. They've shut the John Lewis in Tamworth last year. Do you know what they're building there? Another costa. You stop. There's a Costa over the road. There's another one two minutes down the road. There's another one five minutes down. There's literally so many Costas in Tamworth. Like, there's enough for at least everybody mm. that lives in Tamworth. That's like, there's so enough weird. for everyone to have a Costa to themselves. Is that many? See, this is why people start making conspiracy theories when you have that many Costas all that close to each other. Like, mattress shops in America. Really? There's the, Yeah, there's a, there's a conspiracy theory that mattress shops fronting and they're actually laundering money because no one goes into them but there's three on the same street mm. that's the costas in tamworth that's the costas in tamworth 
It's ridiculous though. Like, don't even like Costa Coffee. It's awful. Yeah. The road that my secondary school was, like, connected to, Mm. I'm not joking, there were, I don't know, maybe maybe eight estate agents. That's weird. They all tend to be next to each other, though, aren't they? Like, normally. What's with that? It's so weird. It's like that road on Leamington. There's about ten on that one road. I know. It's really odd. I'm like, do you all like like being close to each other? (laughs) I guess. think... I guess, it, I guess if it's on the main street, you want people to walk past. Yeah, and also, I suppose if you look... Because it's not like they can all sell the same properties. So if you look at one window, don't see yeah. any, like... Go to the next one, don't see any... You know what I mean? Like, it's you weird. can just have... You can just get each other's customers, can't you? Yeah. Also, that there are a lot of dentists on that road as well. Yeah, that's true. What is it with dentists being in converted houses like semi-detached houses could you imagine living next door to I a know that's the same what in what I go to it's like someone's house yeah I, know. I don't know why I, I know. so loud <laughs> no <laughs> it's true though it's 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 like one of those weird things that yeah once you notice you're like what because <laughs> you wouldn't go and see a dermatologist in someone's back garden would you no mind you um a lot of people I know have like nail salons in their sheds like they've like converted their shed into like a nail bar which i think is a great idea to be honest person that used to do my eyebrows it was in her converted garage really that's cute i haven't had my eyebrows done in getting on for like a year and a half at this point i know same she doesn't do it anymore either she's not like she's okay like she's not like yeah yeah. out of a job kind of a thing but she's just like yeah i'm just not gonna do it for i don't know how long because it's just not worth it it's not worth it setting up the business for two weeks and then having to close again. That just makes sense. But I was like, yeah, but my brow. Because <laughs> she was amazing. She was, I think it's like sugaring. Because the, the, I think I was allergic to the hot wax. Oh my God. Because I always used you, to be... Are you a wax person then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared of tweezers. Are you not a, a threader? Oh no. That's what I have. I've heard that's, like, the most painful it's, option. It's so painful, but the wax used to, like, make my skin really itchy and, like, spotty around my you're eyebrows. Prob- Maybe you're allergic to the wax. <laughs> because I don't know if I was allergic to the wa- wax or she put tea tree on. Right. So I think maybe I was allergic to the tea tree, it's more likely. But right, um, right. the woman that I used to go to, she's, like, friends with my mum. Mm-hmm. She, she, like, sugared. It was, like, this pink... It was, like, wax, but then it, like, hardened... Really? It was like plastic, and then you just, and it's not as painful. Mm. And I literally would be red for like half an hour, and then it would be gone. That's good. Yeah. What I like about the threading is that it's like there's not anything going on your skin, really, is it? Mm. You know, it, it doesn't make you feel like like I remember we used to have it waxed, like it used to be sore for days afterwards. But then with the, it is painful. Don't get me wrong, the threading like is yeah. really painful, but it's like I don't know, it's fine afterwards and stuff. Well, you know they say it's more painful if you haven't done have it done in a while. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm like stressed because it's been. I'm gonna cry. I'd never wait a year, would I? I've forgotten what it's like. I, I saw like a picture of myself like two years ago, and I was like, oh my god, I had my eyebrows done then. No, mine. Are I was so like, I didn't realize how different it looked. Because the eyebrow, your eyebrows really do make your face, don't they? Especially because we don't wear makeup, really. Yeah, I know. Sometimes if they're done too thin, I'm like, whoa, that's me like <laughs> off my radar for like two weeks. When I was, like, 13, 14, like, people at school used to say stuff about my eyebrows. So I overcompensated, and then I had, like, my eyebrows started halfway across my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'll see if I can find a picture to send you. It's funny. Well, it's, like, 
weird, wasn't it? Like the switch, like skinny eyebrows used uh-huh. to be the in thing. And everyone would be like, well, you got like bushy. Even though mine aren't that bad, like yours are more bushy than mine. Yeah. And then suddenly, a few it's years cool, ago, isn't it? bushy Cara brows are in. Cara oh, now you got soap brows. I know. And I was like, listen, I'm on trend now. Like, I know. And they, hadn't, they haven't gone out of style, have they? So, no. Who's the real winner? I know. Wouldn't catch oh, people that shave their eyebrows. I know they do it because they have they they're good at makeup. But I yeah. could just even if I got good at makeup, I could not. No, <laughs> it's just like do you wake up in the morning with no eyebrows then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think Jeffrey Styles had them lasered off? I don't know. Or do you think he just like shaves them every every now and then? But I feel like he was bougie enough to have them lasered off. I think so. Well, people have Bold. them um, like tattooed on, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Do you think they, they do it so that when they grow back, it's like they're always underneath? Yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't want to... No. Different place. <laughs> Two sets of eyebrows. Oh, God. I saw, again, another TikTok that was, like, um, people that have been cancelled. Like, the girls... Mm. It was obviously, like, girls at uni, and they all dressed up as people that have been cancelled. And the James Charles outfit was so iconic. It was, like, a hoodie and, like, thigh-high yeah. boots. I was like, could be also, Ariana, just, could be. I was going to say, put a wig on and then you're <laughs> Ariana. I know. When's um, that thing you sent me? The Ariana, Megan Thee Stallion and... It's out. Is it? It's out. It's <laughs> out. Behind. You need to listen to it, it's good. Okay. Doja Light sang her verse on live mm. before Ariana released the album, so nobody knew, because she sang a bit of the chorus, and nobody knew what she would... They were like, oh, is this like a new song? What is this? And then I saw the clip of her on youtube and then so i already once that once then it had been released like mm-hmm. the the album not the remix so then i was like oh my goodness i know what her her, her thing's gonna be i know yeah. what her verse is gonna be but then it, when it was actually in my ears i was like wow mm, okay i will listen to it i haven't been very like up with music i haven't really kept up with her you need to watch i forgot when we oh, i forgot to mention this to alex but I'm sure she's seen it. The mm-hmm. Doja Cat Sweetie Best Friends video. <laughs> I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Because Doja Cat's just featured, right? Right. But she's in every single... Because se- it's about best friends. Aww. So they're like... best. They photoshopped a picture of them together when they were kids. That's To make it more authentic. <laughs> and then the my favourite outfit... Because obviously I've got lots of different outfits. Mm-hmm. My favourite outfit is the Gucci one. Because Doja, this this is how good Sweetie looked, right? Because you know how much I love Doja. Uh-huh. I was like, I prefer Sweetie to Doja Cat. Like, she had green. It was like it was like forest green. Mm. Like, what even was it? Like bra, like like pants. Yeah. Thigh high boots. Wow. Little jacket. All of that. With like, like hot pink Gucci logo with hot pink hair I and like that. really heavy blush. And I was like, what? Oh, part, the only thing is her uh-huh. nails were probably six inches on. Oh, my God. And she was like, yeah. She was like, "They're all, all the boys are calling us. She's like, whoa. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. Wow. But, so, have you got anything to recommend this week? Um, I started reading... I feel like I've seen a lot of, like, YouTubers and people on the internet mm. reading this book called... I think you might have heard of it because it's kind of psychology It's called... Mm think like a monk or how to think like a monk or something or how to live like a monk something like that oh interesting it's by this guy jay shetty i think his name is and he's quite young and basically he like 
went to uni and stuff and then just decided to like go and be a monk and then they were like no go and spread the word of the monks to the world and now he like basically like teaches people how to live live better and stuff and it's like how to live peacefully and remove negativity and stuff like that so i've only read like like, buddhist i don't know he hasn't he said something about it like not being about any religion oh okay so i'm not really sure like he doesn't seem like a proper proper monk but is he like a shaman well no i mean he's a normal guy he's got like tattoos and he's got kids and stuff but oh so i don't think he i think he said so basically he went to like city uni in london and Mm. every summer he would go to i can't remember this place in india where the monks are Mm. and then he basically realized he enjoyed that more than like internships and stuff then when he finished uni i think he said he went there for like a few years I don't think he was like actually like a proper monk, but right. I think he like learnt from him, and then mm. yeah, I've only read one chapter, but it seems like it's good vibes. Mm. So I don't really like I don't like self help books. I've never been a fan of self help books, but the minute I'm just like, give me all the help I can <laughs> can get. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Mm, haven't done anything new. That's the issue. Have you seen watched anything new? New TV shows? Anything? Just the bling thing. But I don't know if I'd recommend that. Because yeah. they're so superficial that I'm mm. like, is this good for my brain? Yeah, I get you. Because they're so like... Mm. Oh, if it's not Dior, I'm not wearing it. Oh dear, okay. They were like, oh, let's we're going to go shopping today. And I was like, oh, see the LA shops, this will be good. They No, they flew to Paris to have a shopping trip. And what? they flew back. Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. okay. Bad vibes. <laughs> Bad vibes. Really toxic relationship as well. Oh dear. Have you got any music you could recommend? Um, oh, I'll tell you what I did watch, right? Mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly released, like... Obviously, his album released ages ago, but he released, like, like a video. It was, like, a music video, but it was for the whole album, so it was, like, a visual album thing, but there was, like, speaking and acting in the middle. That's cool. And I'm pretty sure it was... The main guy was a TikToker. Okay. So I was, like, I vaguely recognise him. Mm-hmm. And I think it might be Little Huddy, but, like, because I saw a song, Little Huddy, and I was like, why is that getting recommended to me? And I was like, oh, is that the same guy? But I don't know, so don't quote me on that. Okay. And it was... It's a bit of a depressing storyline. Mm. Like, I wouldn't recommend watching it unless you like his music, because it's, it's the whole album in a video. Okay. But it was really cringy. Was it? Because you can just tell the main guy's not an actor. Right, right. So it's fine when he's just, like, walking around or whatever, but then when he's, like, speaking or he, like... The storyline, he, like, starts a band, so he's, like, performing MGK's song while it's playing. Mm-hmm. But he he just hasn't got the same thing, because then it's this, it's this story, but then also MGK's, like, doing music videos at the same time, so it's cutting between, like, this storyline, but then him performing it. But it is quite clever how it's done, like, he'll be on the TV or, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's this bit where he's Machine Gun Kelly's performing it, and then this guy's performing it, and I'm like, he's Machine Gun Kelly's just got he's just got it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like he's a performer, mm-hmm. so it takes you out of it because you're like, well, he's not as good as he is. Right, right. So save your time. Don't watch. It. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! If you enjoy this music, then yeah, sure. Yeah. But don't watch it just for Little Huddy because he's not. You know. If we have any Machine Gun Kelly fans, <laughs> I don't think we do. Yeah, no. Have um, you eaten anything new? No. no. The only thing I would say is just the the new Doja Cat features. Yeah, that's good. That's all I have. 
did I no I didn't talk about the Papa John's chicken on here because I had it after the episode last week Mm-hmm. straight after hmm so it's like they call it like chicken bites or something I think you mm. get a good portion I'll say that but mm-hmm. they cut them way too thick vegan I should I don't know if I said they're vegan but yeah they nuggets they, yeah they're like they're more like dippers like fake chicken dippers Got it. but they cut them really really thick like there was bits of them that I was like that is literally like as thick as like a burger bun right like oh. bits of them were like that thick and I just think they'd cut some of them a bit too thick but texture was very much like corn nuggets it was very much a corn nugget situation all right you have to cover it in a lot of dip for it to taste all right because it's a bit rubbery mm-hmm. but I would have them again hmm. not anything to write home about but all right interesting mm-hmm. I watched Olivia Nils vegan I did review <laughs> that was funny and she was like just get an old car and wrap it i was like what does that even mean <laughs> it's like basically getting a whole new exterior oh is it not just like a paint job no it's like you don't they don't paint it i think they like literally wrap it in like metal <gasps> oh i see yeah so it is a different color it's not just like painted i see oh i see that's interesting so if they scratched it it wouldn't be the old color underneath. no no that's insane, what? It's like thousands. Because yeah, she was like, oh, you're following Instagram if you're getting your car wrapped. I was like, who's getting their car wrapped? <laughs> I know. Yeah, what did she try? The thing from Subway didn't look that good. I want to try the, the... I still haven't tried the, like, fake meatball thing, but I do want to try The thing is, that. you don't like Subway, though. No, I know. I wouldn't ever, like, go... So I've only wouldn't... had one in my life, haven't I? So... Mm. Oh, it's, I crave it. They don't... There's one literally five-minute, ten-minute drive away. Yeah. And Just Eat delivers stuff from, like, the Chinese shop next door, like the Chinese takeaway mm-hmm. next door, but not from the subway. No, that's And I'm sad. mad because I just want my chicken tikka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried the vegan burger from KFC. I, I, I do want to try that, but I haven't tried it yet. And then I've had the veggie wrap from McDonald's in the past, but again, nothing to write home about. Like, it's all right. My sister always gets the veggie deluxe burger. Yeah. But I think they've taken it off the menu or it was temporarily off the menu or something. I had it at the one near me so i think it's still on like right. i had it like the week before christmas no a few weeks before christmas like, oh, okay okay yeah well thank you for listening everybody make sure you keep up with us on all our social media and have a nice week bye everyone bye